You're tuning in to the Behavior Chef Podcast, where nutrition meets behavior. Team Behavior Chef are experienced professionals in applied behavior analysis and nutrition coaching who strive to bring helpful conversations centered around healthful behaviors because you deserve your health. Now let's get to the episode. Here are your hosts, Clint Evans and Tony Chambers. Hey folks, Tony Chambers here from Behavior Chef. Uh, We may sound a little different today. Uh, we are recording live from uh, Moaba 2022. Um, and by live, I mean we have uh, semi-taken over an unused uh, conference room that we might get kicked out in the middle of this recording. Yeah, so if it, there's a slight pause, it's uh, it's because we've been caught. It's a Chick-fil-A hiring event that's no longer going on. Just Correct. So you know. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, what's up, Clint? We have a little bit of a different start to this uh, show today. Yeah, yeah. We this is the first time. If you could see our visual setup, we have a Tascam, which is a mobile recording device, and I have a like a baby version of a Zoom plugged into my phone. So we're recording from two separate angles. Yeah. Um, so we don't know how this is going to sound. Um, bear with us, but things we'll are doing do good. Yeah, we we're learning uh, about a lot about ethics and diversity and how we need to do better as a field in ABA and. Yeah, in general, and life after COVID, and yeah, so we're we're opening our minds about diversity in lots of different areas today. Yeah. And Clint and I are very big on uh, making sure that we keep humanity and human services that we do. And um, you know, we've been learning about how to do better in our own field of applied behavior analysis. Yeah. But I feel like this can definitely translate over to our behavior chef work as well yeah absolutely so today i think it's a great idea we've been going through macros we talked about carbs last week that this week uh we should uh talk about fat because i think we can actually bring culture we can bring diversity we can bring awareness we can bring a lot of things around this one word that is not liked a whole lot and often misunderstood what do you think man today we're going to tell you that you're fat that's right let's do it it's okay uh, not about you being fat, but your fat that you eat is is great. Um, you're going to hear. I don't really necessarily have uh, a social media uh, choice of the week. I'm trying to think of <laughs> last week we had the first uh, social media myth of the week. You know, I don't need a social media myth. What about a cultural myth? If we're sticking to a cultural norm, um, fat uh, culturally, just the United States culture as a whole, let's, let's quantify that, uh, has been demonized just like carbs. Uh, Absolutely. It's a bad word. I mean, there's, there's certain words in our, in our, in our society, at least here in America, that sometimes that word can be fat. Sometimes that word can be work, but I mean, there's always these words that can have some really bad connotations, but if you peel back and the layers of what it is, it's actually very beneficial for your life. Yeah. And fat is one of those things. Like in our culture, uh, the Southern culture, uh, Southern food culture and soul food culture of America, there's a lot of butter. There's a lot of uh, fats used to cook um, some fattier meats that are done in barbecues. Yes. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. And we yeah. have to take these things into consideration. And I think before we kind of get too off the rails, because I think we're kind of coming off of a, a little bit of a high of coming off of like some really great presentations that uh, let's back up and talk about fat itself. What do you think, Clint? Yeah. First thing, one of the things that came to mind for me with the social media myth was, do you remember those potato chips from the nineties that were like supposed to be low fat and low glycemic or whatever? And oh yeah. Caused everybody to have digestional issues. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I did. can't remember the name of those, 
think they started with a Q or something. It was something weird, but it was like the miracle, uh, the miracle chip, and all it caused was miracle weight Stomach loss because issues. of. Yeah, I can't <laughs> say it on this podcast because it's family friendly. <laughs> so, how about I? Uh, jump into our segment where I just give you a little bit of a definition, about a one minute of fat itself. Oh, yeah. Talk about our fat minute. And this is going to be very simple. Uh, fat is simply fatty acids. They're lipids. They're part of our biological makeup with just as equal importance as the heart and lungs. They help us stay warm, have energy. They help make hormones that our bodies uh, work the help our bodies work the way they should. They have essential fatty acids like omega-3s and omega-6s that uh, our bodies can't actually make. We have to get from other sources. Um, And fat actually helps absorb vitamin A, D, E. The body can't absorb these things without the help of fat. So if this is, you know, such a bad thing, you know, why, how has fat gotten its bad rap? Marketing. Marketing for sure. Obviously, several things, but one of the biggest is marketing. Uh, Low fat is still, you see it on on packages of of potato chips all the time on things like that, that were from the, Mm -hmm. you know, the low fat was the craze in what, the late 70s or late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Um, Even, I mean, it's still a thing where people. How about I pick it up? So we're talking about these higher and lower numbers. I think one of the things that can, uh, that can help our audience is, um, you know, just like we talk about, quote unquote, good carbs and bad carbs, or even good proteins and bad proteins, which we'll talk about on our next podcast, is there are fats that are better than other fats. I mean, we pretty much break it down into monosaturated fats and polysaturated fats. Why don't you tell us what those are, Tony? So monosaturated fats, polysaturated fats, those are the healthy ones that we're going to talk about first. So they can help maintain healthy cholesterol, because when we talk about... um, when we talk about kind of fat, a lot of people say, oh, too much fat's going to give you cholesterol. That's true, but the fats that we need <laughs> are the ones that we need to be looking for. And one thing that uh, nutrition and diet culture has not picked up on very well is to tell us uh, the differences with, of what we should be consuming. So, again, these um, this monosaturated and polysaturated fats, you'll see them on the back of nutrition labels, are some of the more healthy fats that you want to see. When we get into saturated fats and trans fats, these are what kind of are human designed fats. So they, saturated processed. fats can be processed. There's so the word. The more letters and you know big words on the on a box um, or a can of something, the more processed that likely is, or has more additives in it, and likely that fat has just gone through so much processing that any parts of that fat that could be helpful to us has been stripped away. One of the big ones, and Clint and I are not um, restriction or elimination based in any way, but the one that we definitely have to uh, agree on uh, to eliminate from your diet is trans fats, which are mostly completely um, illegal these days in the United States. Yeah, in a lot of ways, for sure. So it became really uh, popular uh, when margarine uh, was invented. (laughs) Hydrogenated oils. Hydrogenated oils. Um, trans fats, uh, they have absolutely, uh, no benefit to your health whatsoever. They only have, they can only harm your health. Um, so again, fats are just no more of a biological need than any other macro, um, vitamins or anything that we talk about that we need. So 
a little more than a minute, but I gave you a little bit of extra, you know, knowledge here so we can get started on how you can start thinking about how you can keep fat in your diet and what fats you should be looking out for. If you're catching oh, thank you for that minute rundown. We're just going to call it the minute-ish rundown. There you go. Sunny, but <laughs> if, uh, if you haven't caught on with the way we do things by now, if you've been a listener for a while, um, simple is best. So Tony mentioned earlier, like things that are uh, in a can or a box that have all these writings on the back of them. I would venture to say to you that if you're looking to be, first of all, we want to focus on unprocessed as much as possible. We talked about last week with carbohydrates, lower to the ground is better, right? Your, your root vegetables, things like that. Um, organic. And again, these aren't endorsements where you have to eat organic, but things that come out of, uh, of beef, uh, cows, animals, things like that, products in that way, whole sources of fats. Like if you're getting butter, make sure it's not margarine. Make sure we're talking about, I love Kerrygold. And yeah, it's a little bit bougie, but so am I. So it's fine. Um, (laughs) I have a bit of an aversion to um, lactose. So I'm a bit intolerant. So I use Fairlife milk where it's got a a bit of those proteins and, and things that cause lactose issues. It has some of the lactose removed. So there are, they've, yes, and those are technically processed. We talked about that last week. There's a technical processed piece to pretty much all of the convenience of our lives. But if the thing you're looking at for low fat is in a can or in a box, move away from that first. Likely what you will notice is if you're coming across something that is low calorie, it is likely low fat as well. Yeah. And if you look on the back, you're going to want to look down at the sugars because a lot of times they replace um, some of that fat and some of that kind of comforting taste that we get when we eat things with fat in it. They'll replace it with a lot higher sodium or a lot more sugar. Yeah, or the two, actually. Sometimes it's both. And uh, you bring up a great point. One of the reasons why things that have um, fat in them have more calories is due to the heavy makeup of caloric intake from grams to calories uh, in fats. So fats out of the three macronutrients is roughly one gram to nine calories and carbs and proteins are interchangeable around two, three gram or one gram to two, three calories. So that's why you can eat the same amount of calories and have in car or the same amount of carbs and grams and fats and grams and have way less um, calories in the carbs and a disparity for the fats. Although the fats arguably will have a better long-term health effect if used in moderation. Um, for the fuel system. So we're throwing a whole lot at you and we're going to throw some more at you we're about proteins next about <laughs> proteins next week. And the, when I work with clients, you know, I think one of the takeaways that I want you to, to take from this podcast is this isn't one other thing that you have to all of a sudden start hyper-focusing on is what are the fats? What do I have to do? A lot of times if I am focusing on some of those more unprocessed carbs as uh, a bigger part of my diet and um, some natural proteins, then fats are going to follow. Yeah. Um, Because when you get away from those less processed carbs um, and or, you know, and meats, you're going to start, you're going to automatically be getting a lot more of those uh, mono and polysaturated fats from nut butters, um, from fish if you're if you're a fish fan salmon's a great great thing to have um for your omega fats um just most of the time um and i fa- in fact 
in all the cases of the clients that I've worked with, fats have just followed um, in the correct direction when um, when we've been able to just nail down carbs and proteins. However, one thing I do look out for that I do want to come back around to is when working with clients is, and something that we are even more aware of after today, is ensuring that we are being culturally sensitive mm-hmm. to yeah. ever, to folks' diet because there are cultures that use a lot more carbs, that use that eat, you know, rices every day, that eat a lot more fats, um, uh, that are not protein rich, possibly even vegetarian based on religious uh, reasons, and which is why where diet culture has come from and, and where it is in America right now of just all of the restriction and all of the, you know, elimination not only hurts the individual, but hurts people's beliefs and, and hurts their cultures. And as another reason for them to either one feel like a failure because they're not able to um, lose the weight that they want. They're not being able to participate in some of the cultural celebrations the same way that they, they did with their families, uh, which can just lead to having a even, you know, can lead into some depression and some more bad feelings about nutrition and go back to eating the way they are and can even gain more weight (laughs) for whatever they have lost and make it even harder to learn, um, you know, appropriate nutrition geared towards them. And uh, that's super important. And I think fat is a really good one to land on for this today. Yeah. Isn't that one of the interesting things about our society in general is that when we talk about diversity of you know everything we our our diet culture itself it puts out one label for everyone right yeah low fat low carb low high protein and along with you when i work with clients i find that if uh if i simply just tweak and we'll talk about this next week but if i simply tweak protein to increase to an appropriate level or i go up a little bit in protein then carbs naturally decrease due to satiety and fats increase due to the the types of food we eat with proteins or what we cook with for the proteins and so adding fat and we don't need to spend time on telling you how to add fat or remove fat from your diet we just did uh if you need to add some fat you know whole milk (laughs) unprocessed foods Add a little bit of uh, cream and butter to things here and there. Add a handful of nuts to your day. Yeah, be that's fun. it. Get some good toppings for a salad. Like you're gonna some some fatty beef every once in a while. Yeah, smoke a brisket. You know you'll you'll get it that way. Stay away <laughs> from the unprocessed versions. We're not worried about telling you how to add or take away fats. We want to give you the benefits and sort of peel back the curtain yeah. as to why. Like one of the biggest things fats are good for. If you'll notice, people talk about it with the keto diet all the time is the cognition enhancement or the clarity they get because the brain is gosh it's somewhere 80 90% uh it's made of fat essentially you know yeah. it's it's fat is a fuel source for the brain so yeah. when we eat more fats we have typically uh, of course it differs but uh it's reported to have a bit better cognition so you right. want to be smarter eat some butter just, I don't know if it works that way, but I may know. have to look up that one. Yeah, well, that's that's an unsubstantiated claim. That's but, Clint's opinion. Clint, I think this is a good time to remind our audience because um, uh, we've talked a whole lot about unprocessed foods yeah. and getting towards more natural um, ways of eating. And I also don't want to sound hypocritical, so I think maybe for some of our newer listeners, a reminders for our listeners that um, you know one of our favorite sayings here at Behavior Chef is "Eat the cake." Yeah. Um, you know, if you like cake, cookies, chips, 
the stuff that comes in boxes and cans that are just so tasty and awesome. I do. Great. We're not going to get rid of those. But uh, what we do want to practice in Behavior Chef and where our behavior side comes in is we start talking about balance um, uh, of those items yeah. and how they and how they are in your life. Whether it's daily, monthly, what, whenever it is, uh, we are not uh, anti-processed foods and go out and buy every organic thing there is and see if it came out of the ground or not. <laughs> right. Um, don't go to Whole Foods after this episode and redo your whole right. Whole and don't way. go spend right an absorbent amount of money, which groceries are already crazy enough as is. All of my also groceries going come from back, Aldi. Also coming back into cultural, socioeconomic, yes. you know, beliefs, values, and being okay, and, and knowing uh, that you can, wherever you are in life, um, learn kind of how to eat in a way that's going to benefit your life. Notice I didn't say lose weight, be skinny, look good. Absolutely. Benefit your life and your values. Yeah. And, um, yeah, holy cow. Uh, I just, uh, Tony is caffeinated today. I, yeah, I have so much caffeine. It's not even funny. And I still have like half a cup of coffee to finish uh, for these last three sessions. Fantastic. And we're skipping lunch to record this podcast right now. <laughs> Depending on how quickly it goes, there may be a small lunch involved for Clint. Uh, right. Uh, but um, I, I've loved this topic because it's, well, we talk about behavior, right? And Tony just talked about um, not limiting yourself, not overdoing it, not going, okay, I need to overhaul. We live by what's known as the 80-20 rule. Um, and that, that culturally, that might adjust to 90-10, 75-25, depending on where we're at. Where 80% of our, like, that's the landing, that's the sweet spot. 80% of our diet is clean, good sources. 20% is those good Friday nights, things that we want, right? We're not depriving ourselves because we know when we deprive ourselves, we're more likely to overdo it on the things that we want if we don't give ourselves an opportunity to have some. So enjoy. That's why we call it eat the cake. Right. Eat the cake. There's fat and cake. <laughs> Eggs are in there. And uh, I think this is a kind of a place where we can kind of start to summarize here, Clint. You know, yeah, that's a good segue. Start, you know, start thinking about, you know, where your diet's at right now. If this is something that you want to start pursuing, uh, feel free to reach out to us. It's also a good time to drop in that starting in um, January, we are going to be launching um, Reframe. Yeah. Uh, it's a six-week course of really diving into behavior, nutrition, and getting you up to a point to start your nutrition journey in a healthy, safe, values-driven way. If that's something that you're interested in, go to our website. There's a wait list on there. Um, we are not, we have not filled up um, our two classes as of yet. And if we do fill those up, maybe we'll be able to split off some classes and do more during that time. Um, but if this is something you're thinking about doing and you don't know where to start, uh, Reframe is an amazing place to start. Um, or feel free to reach out to us for individual coaching as well. Uh, we do have a few slots available. So uh, just... Stick to your values. Uh, fat is okay. Eat some carbs. E eat some protein. Eat pizza. Take, take data. data. Right. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. If you have any questions, stories, whatever, please hit us at thebehaviorchef at gmail.com. And like Tony said, go check out our reframe wait list. If you're a person that struggles with that whole new year, new me thing, this class is for you. Um, so we're, we're going to send out some emails here soon. And I think there's a discount even if you sign up before um, Thanksgiving. So uh, we will uh, put some more stuff. Join our email list. We'll, we'll put some more stuff out there for you soon. But as he said, eat pizza, take data, and we will see you next week. Bye. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Behavior Chef Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the Behavior Chef Podcast.